Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The weekend is over. Thank God for that. Yeah, all that rest and relaxation. Oh my God, yeah. I'm so over it. I just need, uh, I need a routine. I need a schedule. I need to get up really, really early. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. Woo! Did you oh. have a good weekend? It was good, yeah. We did a, a curling bond spiel over the weekend, and uh, while the team didn't win in the win column, we did win in the friendship. Column. Friendships thrived. Yeah, and that's what's really important. I even uh, dropped by for a curling rink beer, which might be my new favorite beer. It's a good beer. The curling rink beer? Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I've never, I don't know if I've ever just gone to a curling rink for a beer. That's, I liked it though. It's so many things were right with that. I haven't been to a lot of curling rinks in my time, I've mostly been to that one. Yeah. But I feel like a new polished curling rink, I would have no interest in. The one we were in was like, it's been there for a thousand years. It hasn't been (laughs) updated in decades. No, it just has photos on the walls of random curling teams, like from the 90s and 80s. Yeah, and wood paneling, dusty trophies. The one thing, too, that I really appreciated is you could get chicken fingers. Like, you could get burgers and a bunch of stuff. But when the deep fryer is visible from where you're sitting, like, you know you're in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. I I bet you they had fries and gravy. Should have had that. Yeah, no, that stuff's good. People are buying those, uh, what are those tickets called? The uh, pull tabs? Yeah, the pull pull tabs. Is that what they're called? We won 100 bucks on that, by the way. I know. Brandy texted me on Saturday (laughs) night. (laughs) Woo! That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the curling rink. And the only thing that disappointed me about this curling rink, and it's going to be the weirdest sounding thing, they had too good of a beer selection. They had a lot of craft, like independent brewery stuff. Yeah. Like they had a really impressive beer selection. And I feel like in this curling rink, it would have been more fitting if they had one beer and one beer only. Yeah. And if it was just a hose coming out of the floor (laughs) and you didn't even know what it was, you'd just be like, I'll have a beer. And you drank whatever it was. It's probably the only time you'll ever say the beer selection was too good. Yeah. It kind of threw me off a bit when I first walked up to the bar. I'm like, what? Yeah, they had gluten-free options. They had seltzers. They had everything. (laughs) I know. That's not normal. (laughs) But anyway, I'm glad I was able to pop by and uh, watch you curl a little bit. Uh, Your form was uh, good. I was curling. I was the second on the team, and I don't like it. You didn't really have much of a slide. Like when you slid down the ice, like you. Well, I don't. I, I don't slide all the way to the middle. I, I, when you watch the briars, like they can oh, yeah. slide one into the other. How do they do that? I have no clue. I can get to like the hog line mm-hmm. or whatever, and that's about it. You know what? I just had an idea though. You know what you should have done? You should have contacted our sponsor, Lube City, and got them to lube your sliding shoe. My little slidey. I was using the curling club slider too, which probably didn't <laughs> a rental <laughs> slider, and it was free. Was that a rental broom you were using too? It was also free. Oh boy! Yeah, and yeah. that's that's another thing. When you're playing against curling team, the first team we played against, they all had matching uniforms. Yeah, 
and they're pulling out the stopwatch to time themselves. Oh. And I was, I, I, I was using a rental slider and broom. Like we were on different levels. Next year, like if you go back to that bon spiel, you should just hang a, a stopwatch off of your belt loop. Just for looks. It's intimidating. Oh, yeah, because that's how you can tell the good teams, the ones with the— Oh, and we saw a guy. What time was that? Oh, jeez. That was probably 3.30, yeah. 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. His match, he was on the sheet of ice right next to yours, and it had just started. He wiped out three times, and finally one of the guys on the team said, whatever his name is, it's Kevin, you're done. I'm really drunk. I'm really drunk. Like the guy was hammered he and was he kept hammered. falling on the ice. Like yeah. you could hurt yourself badly. So at one point I was throwing my rock and I could see out of the corner of my eye, the guy hit the dirt, <laughs> but I had to focus on my throw. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? And like, then someone said, oh uh, yeah, he's wasted. Is that a regular occurrence at curling? Like people being that hammered at four in the afternoon? Yeah, uh, yes. But that was the first time I'd seen a guy try to curl and go on the ice yeah. while being that hammered. That's a bad idea. Don't That's, do that. And also, what a weird way to spend your Saturday. Like, I enjoy, this is not a judgment or anything, because I do enjoy a cocktail or two as well. But when you're so hammered at 4 o'clock in the afternoon that the skip from your team is like, you're done, go sit down. What does the rest of your day look like now? Do you go home to bed at 5 o'clock? And saw, then you rally at 2 in the morning? I saw him sitting outside for a while, Oh, but then he was gone. Yeah. Then he disappeared into the night. I wonder how the rest of his day was. I hope he's okay. Yeah. Hey, so next year when you go back there, we are going to get Lube City to uh, lube up your shoe. I don't know what they do. Oil it somehow. Yeah, I need that slidey to be more slidey. Yeah. And maybe you can call them and ask them uh, whether they can do your slippy as well. You can find them online. LubeCity.ca. They've got 27 locations and they do tires. Maybe it's time to start thinking about getting your snow tires Taken off and the summer's put back on. They'll do that for you. LubeCity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Underrated. Overrated. Everyone nowadays loves to point out when something is overrated. Yeah. And really try and bring it back down to earth. Yeah. But uh, sometimes you have to think about what are those underrated things? Sardines. Smoked oysters on saltine. You lost me on that one. Sardines, the eyes are too big. They are strange. Strangely big on a tiny little fish. <laughs> I don't like it. Are those googly eyes? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Somebody did text in, uh, and this one sent a couple of people spiraling. It kind of bothers me, too. But you were talking about things that don't get enough love. Canceling plans at the last minute is my new favorite thing. I don't know what it is, but I like the idea of having plans, but I just don't want to do the thing that was planned. Does that make me a bad person? The majority of people who texted in said, yes, that makes you a terrible person. Stop doing that. Stop jerking people's chain. And then Zach wrote in and said, my wife is a plan canceller and she's proud of it. The pandemic over the last three years was the best thing that ever happened to her social life. LOL, Zach. Tell her to quit that, Zach. Because sooner or later, they're just going to stop trying to make plans with you. And then what she's, she's going to have that addiction. She's going to have that plan-canceling monkey on her back, and she's not going to be able to shake it. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. 
nobody likes a plan canceler. And again, there's going to be things that happen from time to time. But if you're the person who's just constantly making plans and then canceling, nobody enjoys that. Hello. I'm calling in about the plan canceling people. Oh, yeah, the people who get off on canceling plans. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure I collectively have all the worst plan canceling people in my life. <laughs> like, I have friends constantly cancel plans, like my Kelowna friends. So I just moved here back in June. Uh, so the worst plan canceling I've ever experienced was just before my move here. I paid for an Airbnb and moving truck and everything for my brother and his family to move with us because he was employed by me at the time. So I paid for his like half of the B&B and to have his stuff moved here. So it was like $4,000 and then three weeks before we moved here, he decided he's going to stay in Kelowna. Oh. I couldn't get it. Yeah. Did he offer to reimburse you? <laughs> no. Uh, plan cancelers are the worst. The worst. It's like, it's like, just don't make plans to begin with. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And again, sometimes things are going to come up and you're going to need to cancel. But if this has become sport for you, no, that's terrible. Uh, what about you? Things that are underrated, things that you really enjoy. Maybe you're a person who enjoys a smoked oyster on a saltine. Like, I personally think that's underrated. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Somebody said, underrated, reading books. For enjoyment. I'm a nerd. Oh, for enjoyment. Yeah. Nobody does that. Uh, not anymore. I think, is reading still a thing that people do? Like books? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I could be wrong. Well, I mean, I don't want it to go out of style, but I never see people reading books. I ever. hear about it. Yeah, I've heard about it, too. I've heard about it on podcasts that people still read. Uh, somebody said, I don't ski often, but when I do, I always enjoy some underrated ski hill fries and gravy. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Oof. Man. The Ski Hill Fries and Gravy. The Ski Hill beer would rank highly. It's an underrated. It's not talked about like the shower beer. No. Or the golf beer or the lawn mowing beer. You don't want to have the Ski Ski Hill beer too early in the day because that can affect your performance. That's another thing. Like Ski Hills are kind of like airports. It might be 10.30 in the morning, but you've been skiing for a couple hours. Yeah, time to crack one Especially open. Especially the uh, the ski hill, the lodge that's like halfway up the mountain. Yes. Like the only way you can get there is by being a skier. It's like you take the chairlift at the top of the mountain, you come halfway down, and then you go for a beer, maybe a burger. Oh. Do, do that move where you park your skis outside. Yeah. Everyone's walking around in their big boots. Just looking cool. Just stomping around. Somebody, uh, this one also involves beer. Long bike ride on a hot day directly to a patio bar, net zero calories, underrated, Eric. Tall beer, continue journey. Eric writes in point form. That's underrated. He's got he's got things to do. I would agree though. Like I've gone for a bike ride before just by myself, and then you kind of you're pedaling past the pub and you're like, why not? Got nowhere else to be. I'm and you've earned bike. that beer. Exactly. How about you? Things that are really underrated. Things that you enjoy. Oh, man. The feeling at work after you've given your two weeks notice and you're just running down the clock. Don't give a single care anymore. You got no blanks left to give, right? Oh, man. Ski Hill fries and gravy are good, but they don't hold a candle to Community Rink Poutine. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the name of your band? The Community Rink Poutine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not very good. Yeah. Can... Going to Staples be underrated? No. Uh, yeah, no, like I, I said, 
Walking into Staples, like they have everything you need. It's a fine business, but uh, it, it, it feels yeah. like you're going back to school shopping every time. Fruitopia and pickles, like mixed together? Gross. I mean, yes, Fruitopia, fantastic. Pickles, even better. But the two of them together, is that what you mean? Sounds like madness. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, we're talking about things that are really kind of underrated, according to you. But I would agree with this one. Somebody said Sunday morning, being up very early and out of the house. Very underrated. It is, because there's nobody around. You can go anywhere you want, do anything you want. There's no lineups for anything. It's almost like you're Will Smith and I am legend. Somebody else, an underrated thing? A well-organized Excel spreadsheet. We're talking drop-down tables, maybe a little pivot in their color coding and hyperlinks to other tabs. That's exceptionally nerdy, but sure. Somebody else? It's weird that nobody has said a plain piece of toast with margarine. Is that underrated? I guess so. Sometimes a piece of toast can stand alone. Sometimes a piece of toast doesn't need an elaborate backing band. This person says flea markets are underrated. Are they? I'm starting to get the feeling that a lot of people who have a booth at a flea market, they've watched a few too many episodes of American Pickers and now everything on their table is a priceless heirloom. You know where you can still score a great deal though? Small town church flea market. Small town church thrift store. That's where the deals are. Another person says breakfast for supper is underrated. It is, especially on a rainy or blizzardy day and you clean up the kitchen and move directly to the couch where you remain for the next three to five hours with no guilt whatsoever. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody messaged a few minutes ago and said uh, a plain piece of toast with just mar- margarine on it. Yeah. Underrated. I would agree. Yeah. Sometimes... You know, a piece of toast can stand alone. Yeah, I mean, nine times out of ten, I'd rather have jam or something on it. But yeah, uh, yeah a little bit of just margarine or butter or whatever, Ooh. that's good too. But then someone immediately following that texted uh, margarine and then the puke emoji. <laughs> and that's when you and I looked at each other and you said it out loud first. You said, I can't tell the difference between butter and margarine. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> I thought it was just me. <laughs> I know there are lots of people, oh, butter's way oh, better. Well, you, if you're not using butter, you're garbage. Yeah. Like, I can't tell the difference. No, neither can I. Like if you buttered two pieces of toast and you put margarine on one and butter on the other, and I had, to, I would not be able to tell you which is which. You know how they used to do like the Pepsi versus Coke or yeah. Lay's versus Old Dutch or whatever? Uh, I could usually tell the difference there, but here I'm, I'm stumped. I can't tell. Yeah. That's another topic we need to discuss one day. Uh, I thought it was just me. Let's write that one in the book. Let's do that. Uh, Somebody else says, underrated googly eyes. Throw those things onto any portrait or picture for added levity. I would have to agree. When you see googly eyes, like you're in the grocery store, maybe there's some googly eyes on an apple. It's just funny. It lifts everybody's spirit. It does. Although I have learned if you put them on uh, religious photos, people tend to get upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you probably don't want to take those to an art gallery. That might be offensive, but produce, why not? Someone saying margarine is so bad for you. And butter's not. Isn't butter? Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But butter's all natural, Bryce. 
I don't know, but it's high in fat. So is margarine. I don't know. This, I think it's a push. I don't think there's either one is going to be better for you in the long run. I'm eating them both. Do either of you fellas put butter or margarine on a peanut butter sando? I do. Somebody says, yeah, well, no. I used to, but then I was shown the error of my ways, so I no longer do that. I tend to, uh, I'm glad they asked. This is important stuff. It sure is. I tend not to go spread on spread. So if it's like, uh, you're putting jam on, I'm not going to put butter under my jam. Although that would be good. I'll put butter under, you know, something else, but like not a piece not, of ham. Exactly. Not another spread. So Bryce is real. And as a matter of fact, I've always wondered, you've got that one neck tattoo that says spread on spread, and then it has a red X through it. <laughs> So, I take this very seriously. Yeah. Okay. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello? Hey, I have a quick question for you. It's a dumb question. Okay. Do people actually think there is going to be a zombie apocalypse? Oh, I'm sure there are people who think that zombies will, you know, resurface wherever zombies... Do they come out of the ground? Where do they come from? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know that there are people who, like they're doomsday preppers, they're prepping for the end of the world. Whether that's caused by world war or zombies, I don't know. But apparently Edmonton is the number one place in Canada to survive a zombie apocalypse. Well, I heard that. and I, But, you know, when you see all the zombie movies, and I'm like, do people really think this is going to happen? I don't know. It was just one of those things. I've been off work for a week. I just, I got a concussion. So maybe it's the concussion that makes me ask these questions. I don't know. I wish I had the answer for you. I don't, I, it's fine to be prepared for something bad. Like you should have maybe a few days worth of food or something like that. But I don't think the bad thing is going to be caused by the undead. True, true, true. Hey, and, and one thing before we hang up. On point, smoked oysters. I just like them on like a little, uh, yeah, a little piece of dried cracker. Oh my so God, they're the best and they're so bad for you. Yeah, I have them usually once a month with a bottle of like fancy bubbles. It's mm-hmm. my treat to myself, yeah. So you want to you wanna do that though when you're not expecting company, you're not going to be around other people because then you end up with yeah, like little they kitty stink. cat breath. You're like, hi, how are you? You have a good day. I'm swatting at you right now. (laughs) Bye. Uh, I don't know what that was all about. Are you afraid of zombies? Are they coming back? What what are you prepping for? No, seriously, what are you prepping for? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We did it. We did it. Edmonton is the number one place in Canada to survive a zombie apocalypse, followed by Saskatoon and then Guelph, Ontario. Somebody did just call in, though, a few minutes ago and said, uh, didn't The Last of Us teach us that it's Canmore that's the best place to survive a zombie apocalypse? No, they're more of a fungus than a zombie, I believe. I think there's a difference between the two. Somebody also called in a few minutes ago and said, are there actually people out there who think there will be a zombie apocalypse? I don't know. I 
If there's anything, I don't think it's going to be, like I said a few minutes ago, I don't think it's going to be the undead that are causing us grief. I think there's probably going to be something else. Somebody said, good morning. Speaking for all zombie apocalypse prep people, we are not necessarily scared about zombies, just prepared. Did you know there is a section on the government website with a guide to all types of zombies? Suspicious, if you ask me. Yeah, but is it tongue-in-cheek or is it for real? The government has a zombie website? What are the different types of zombies? The creepiest ones, though, were the... I can't remember that name of that movie, but that one zombie movie with Brad Pitt in it where the zombies actually moved quickly, that was terrifying because we all thought they were just slow, like those guys. No, these ones were fast. Somebody else said there's an atomic bomb shelter in Grosvenor, so the government was prepping. Yeah, I think there's bomb shelters all over the place. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, did you see uh, the text that says, just curious, has anyone else tried the dessert ATM at Premium Outlet Mall? There's a dessert ATM? I think there's one in West Ed, too. Is I, there? I thought I saw one. If it's the same thing uh, I'm thinking of that they're talking about, it's like a vending machine that gives you a slice of cake. Yeah. I saw one at West Ed. Huh. It's I'm probably not lie. the same one. I stopped in my tracks and I stared at it for a while. How much does a piece of vending machine cake cost? It didn't matter. I didn't even look at the price. Oh. I was just debating. Do, how... my, do my hips really need a piece <laughs> of cheesecake? What are the odds that I end up rushing to the bathroom if I eat this thing? Oh. Uh, this person, this is from Chris. Yeah, just curious. Anyone else tried the dessert ATM at Premium Outlet Mall? I witnessed a lot of people looking at it but not buying so I went to check it out. I got a piece of red velvet cake. Ooh. We split it three ways, and we all enjoyed it. It came out of the machine cold, and I was blown away that they had this. Seems so random. Okay, so it must be the same. Uh, yeah. Someone saying Kingsway has one, too. About 11 bucks a slice. Ooh, Ooh that's, wow. that's pricey. But sometimes you just got to have red velvet. Red right? velvet is a top-tier cake. It is, Good yeah. choice. Uh, it's, it's so, like an $11 piece of cake, what if... <laughs> What if it doesn't come out? The one I always think about, too. Have you ever noticed the, um, is it Best Buy? Yeah, Best Buy has a giant vending machine in the airport. Right, with headphones and stuff. You can buy headphones, you can buy a tablet, you can buy... Now imagine how bad you spin out when your bag of cheesies gets hung up in the vending machine for $1.50. Now what happens when your $300 beats get hung up and don't come out? Can you imagine the level of anger and rage? Yeah, and that's one thing you can't look cool doing is like hitting and pushing a vending machine to get your oh yeah your item down. <laughs> I do like the idea of just random vending machines. There should be a soup one. There should be a soup vending machine. Oh yeah, like those old coffee ones where a cup just goes and it sprays the coffee into it. Yeah, get one of those, but with chicken noodle. Uh, let's talk vending machines. Look what? at all the texts coming in about this thing. Are, am I the only person who has never seen the cake ATM? Huh. I, I oh. tried the carrot cake. It was surprisingly delicious. Okay, maybe it's good. Oh, maybe I have seen this. It's Cake Boss, right? Ooh, Grant McEwen has a pizza vending machine? Get out of here. Does it come out of a little slot? Oh, my God. Wow. There's a whole world we haven't explored here. (laughs) Remember when we had a vending machine in the front lobby of the radio station? Oh, that was fun. We never had anything cool in there, though. It was always like, I don't know, shampoo. Didn't we have (laughs) shampoo in there for a while or something? (laughs) Yeah, we did not have red velvet cake. I know that much. 
Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>